them your antenna. Cause yes, Come on and show them what you can do. Kings season four, four episode nine. nine. We have done this every single time. <laughs> yeah, I'm like slowly <laughs> accepting it, but I very much still hate you from the bottom of my heart. What? I thought there was a delay. No, there is not a delay. You know it. You I know. have bad Wi-Fi. I don't know. Whatever. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Stoop Kings. Stoop Kings. You got Abraham Tedessa on the Zoom with me. And you have the wonderful, beautiful Chris Mejia on the Zoom with me as well. And you're probably listening to this uh, podcast on the wonderful platforms of iTunes. iTunes. Or... Spotify. <laughs> or... I shouldn't say Stitcher. No, we're not on Stitcher. Sound. I, I know. I... And also on Podbean as well. We're yes. And if you're listening to us on those platforms, you know what you should do? What should they do? Give us a subscribe. That's what I heard. And in fact, give us a rating. And when you're giving us a rating, I personally say five stars. I think five, five stars. Five stars. That's a Mr. Feeney. That is five star. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is. A, I mean, honestly, I think Panga would be a better five star. But Sexually, you pick what you want. <laughs> I forgot. You're, you're. Uh, I'm what? I'm what? I'm sapiosexual. You're right. What is it when you're into old dudes, silver fox? You're into silver foxes? How you, you've been watching all of Vice documentaries, huh? A little bit. <laughs> yeah, all right. That's, uh, okay. that's my favorite category on Pornhub. That's silver. Yeah, they are the five stars. Yeah, I just like the idea of an old man financially railing me. Oh, sounds like my dad. No, I don't think that's the right analogy. Never mind. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, right, I take that dad shit. Four stars. That's a Sean Hunter. I mean, it's good enough, but yeah, it's not he has, everything. Yeah, he has a flaw. He has a flaw, but overall, he's a real lovable dude. Yeah. And in fact, down for the cause because he fucked that black woman. He did fuck that black woman. <laughs> and I'll be the first to admit, I don't remember her name. Hmm? I don't remember either. You did. Yeah, I don't. You were like, hold on. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he he did, didn't he? Now three stars. Ooh, we're talking Eric Matthews. Now that's a guy, but you could live or with or without him. You know what? Yes, Eric Matthews is three stars because you think he's more because he's funny and you like him, right? But he really doesn't have his shit together, and it's like oh. he's not bad. He's not failing, but like he no. can apply himself a lot better. I mean, you know it better than I do. He married a moose. He did marry a moose. I know all Boy Meets World references. Now, two stars. Oosh, you know what I'm going to say. Luther, the goon, the bully in the middle school and the high school. That guy was a problem. Uh, yeah, and not even, like, one, not even one of the better bullies that was on No, wow. no, he w- no, he wasn't a Sean Hunter brother kind of guy. He wasn't good. But you know what? There's some evil people out there who give us, unfortunately, one star. Heebie-jeebies. And a one star is equivalent. Who would you say on Boy Meets World a one star is equivalent to? Let me take a look at my notes. Oh, of course, it's the one and only Corey Matthews. He is the original incel. He is the original incel. Trash. Incel. He's he harassed Topanga for years. He didn't deserve that beautiful. I think she's white. I don't. I'm not sure. But he did not deserve her. How dare he? He's a villain. Corey Matthews is just essentially a can I get a hug dude who finally got pussy in the end. Yeah. 
Yes, thank God he never got on Reddit at his evil, evil times of his evil, evil ages. He Corey is... Matthews is the reason why men keep thinking if they just keep messaging a girl that she'll mm-hmm. eventually message back because that's what that's what Corey Matthews was doing the whole time to Topanga for years. His 4chan username, I bet, would have been like emotional terrorist. <laughs> Easily. Yeah. If you if if uh, Boy Meets World took place now, Corey Matthews would be on Fortune. Absolutely, one thousand percent. But you know what we say to the Corey Matthews of the world who give us one star? Yes, we've been saying it for epochs, epochs, centuries, centuries, eons, eons. No, we're gonna say it again on the count of three. One, two, three. We'll kidnap. We'll kidnap your family. The soundboard so much. I need to. Uh, but you don't. Oh, actually, first off, shout out to Zoom Studios. Shout out to Zoom Studios. Uh, 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 uh. The Rona's still a bad bitch, and we can't record in person. <laughs> uh, I don't even know when we'll go back to the studio. To be honest. Damn, you got existential right there. You looked deep into the phone. It was just like, when are we gonna? Also, shout out, he's not with us because uh, we're doing this through Zoom, but shout out to Alex Pants uh, for being a great producer. And even though uh, he's he's not with us on these episodes, can't wait to have him back. But but you don't listen to this podcast for Abraham and I, no. They call us the Corey Matthews of hosts. No, you don't give a fuck about us. No, Mm -hmm. you listen for the fantastic guests that we get on this podcast. Now mm-hmm. we've had murderers. Murderers. Drug dealers. Drug dealers. Extortionists. The worst. Contortionists. Ooh, twisty. Cat thieves. <sighs> Proud boy impersonators. The best. Lesbians. <laughs> that's that a crime. That's, that's a crime. I want to clarify that was that's the crime, crime they said. <laughs> Not that's me. A, that's a crime they said. Yeah. That took me aback right there. I was like, let me check my notes. I don't remember less. And this next guest right here? Yeah. This next guest right here? This one? Do I mean, have, I do. I do. And this is the innocent thing. Uh, they were originally charged with uh, starting and participating in Antifa. But when I went to the county district to get their records, innocent of all charges. They said he was too cute. Okay, so our next guest is innocent of all charges. Uh, this next guest is a return guest. We've had him uh, on the show before several times. Yes. Uh, big homie of the pod. You may have seen him on Comedy Central's and Kevin Hart's uh, Heart of the City, was in mm-hmm. the Just for Last Festival, and was in the San Francisco uh, Sketch Fest. Uh, yes. said SF Sketch Fest. Please give it up for homie on the pod, my old man, Bo Johnson. Yeah. Free yeah. Bo Johnson. Yeah. Free. Yeah. Free Bo. Yeah. Free Bo. <laughs> Innocent of all charges. <laughs> yeah, dude. It was that's the ling lawyer lingo, dude. They said that nigga innocent. That I was, was like, don't say the N-word. My least favorite way to be brought up on stage. <laughs> <laughs> this next comic was acquitted. <laughs> Give it up. 
Despite what you may have read online. <laughs> that is so funny. The first minute I'm, on, I'm up there, everyone just takes their phone out. They're like, I don't know who this is. But it sounds like we should have known he did something. <laughs> sounds like we found a way to make you go instantly viral when you do comedy. Ooh, congrats, Bo. Well, I do, um, like a couple years ago, my friend and I snuck into a movie theater as one person. And when the local news covered it, the, the, the like older men and women who watched the news story on Facebook, almost every comment was like, these two people should be locked up for Shut this crime. No. <laughs> I remember that, because that, that was the first, that was the first time you ever went viral. Yeah, and there was like, <laughs> There was a comment where the, this lady was like, this is, this is disgusting that two people would buy one ticket and go to the movies. They should be punished. And I remember, like, I think it was Timmy Booth and Henry Russell Stoddard were commenting on the news story. And one of them was like, I agree. I think the punishment should fit the crime. Two full-sized men should sneak into them as one person. <laughs> and then she just kind of stopped responding. It's like one of those situations where you find yourself in, like, I remember, I think I've been in, like, some arguments or debates where there was, like, school or just, like, when a big group is together. And you start arguing a perspective and someone else joins in with you and you're like, good, I've got someone on my side. And then they, like, take it. To a direction that you're not comfortable with anymore like, like i did agree but i'm not with this anymore <laughs> yeah i've been in a couple protests where it's like the point of it was like black lives matter mm -hmm. and then someone and this has happened over the years and someone would be like who wants to speak next and someone comes up they go i got something to say and you're like all right all right okay awesome and they take it and go black lives matter people are like yeah we need to stop systemic racism. Yeah. They're like, we got to destroy Israel. People are like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Bro, like all like veteran protesters know this. They're just like, yeah, crazy shit will happen. If you're new to protesting, it's like, it's an open market. Anyone can, if you smile wide enough, be like, I really need to have my spirit heard. Someone could be like, uh, Barbie's killed Emmett Till. It's like, what? What the f uh, like, are protests almost like an important open mic? I was just about to say, I was just about to say, protests uh, and op comedy open mics are strangely similar, where every now and then there's a crazy who everyone's like, don't let this be reflected. Yeah, yeah, I, I want to yeah. be very clear. I think that protests are far more important than open mics, but it yeah. seems like there is a little bit of a dynamic that is really dangerous with any activity where anyone is allowed to participate. Yeah, and people can take a group hostage very quickly when you have a microphone or a loudspeaker. That's what's like when you, people find out you do comedy or stand-up, and they'll be like, oh, that's so cool. I, and like, beyond the fact that it's like, well, first of all, you've never seen me, so you don't even know. But it's also like, you don't even, like those people, it's like you don't even realize how many people do this that are so bad. Like, anyone can sign up. Yeah. All you need is to be willing to wait for two hours. That's the minimum, like, that's the only requirement to try stand-up. And to call yourself a comedian, too, there's no, 
Like literally, there's so many times where someone will do three mics and they're like, and they'll change their Facebook to comedian. Uh. And it's like, I love, I love the new comics who like after like a couple of months and they do a booked open mic, they create a Facebook page. Yeah. I want <laughs> that level of confidence. Like if I had that level of confidence, I'd be going places, baby. <laughs> I mean, obviously, Man. I believe in myself, like, obviously, but, like, at the same time, I feel like when you do comedy enough, like, you obviously still believe in yourself because you're still doing it, mm-hmm. but, like, a level of pessimism and realism sets in where it's just like that, and that's what keeps you uh, getting better, where it's just like, you don't think you're done, like, you don't think you've made it, you still want to improve, but then these schmucks just, like, after, like, three months are just, like, well, I created a Facebook page, and now I'm emailing every booker in town. <laughs> You're talking like LeVar Ball confidence, where people are kind of enticed by you, not because of your skills, but more or less because you're so intriguing to watch. Like they've, It's almost like a train wreck while this train has a smile on, be like, I'm the shit. What's up, guys? Like, yeah, I used to really hate those people who would just come and be like yeah i'm a comic it's like oh where where have you performed before and they'll name like open mics i'm like oh so now book shows like well i'm talking to some people i'm like all right well welcome to the comedy underground i'll go fuck yourself and i'll just (laughs) give you away and drink my pbr and like yeah i that's why like i've never i'm not really i'm not nice to new comics well it's okay it's not that i'm not nice i just don't pay attention to them you just don't take no shit. I just, until I, I'm given a reason. Like, mm-hmm. well, I feel like you're pretty nice to new comics. Uh, probably. I think it depends how much energy I have. Yeah. No. I've, like, no. progressively, like, before, like, the, before COVID, mm-hmm. I feel like towards the end, I was just working and doing so much stand-up that it, it wasn't that I became, like, rude. But I just literally didn't have the energy to talk to people if it wasn't someone I knew well, because I was just like, I'm just so exhausted. Yeah. I think that's some people like seem rude and it's more like, oh, they're just tired. Like if you do stand up a lot, you're just out every night and then you most people work. But yeah. bullshit. I've seen both spit on a new comic. He goes, nice three asshole. And what? It's <laughs> awesome, dude. So I clapped. Mm-hmm. To be to be clear, that was when we knew COVID was around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he showed that little rugrat what's what. When was the last time you did comedy? Um, probably here. I can look up a date. I was in Fuck. Oklahoma City, and it would have been March twenty first, I think. Damn. Yeah, sometime in March for me. I think it was open mic. And then I we all had book shows, I think, like for the summer. Mm-hmm. So all that shit got canceled out. I was gonna do a Mopop thing and then and then like I think two weeks after I got booked for it, uh they were like, Okay, COVID is real, everyone should be afraid. I was like, Jesus, like please, it's Mopop. I want I want to write that. On my bio, I did Mopop. 
<laughs> but then they popped my mouth. You know what I mean? My last show was Saturday, March 14th. I thought for a second you were like, it was this Saturday. COVID's not real. <laughs> <laughs> I would love if one of us was just like playing along with the rest of us. Be like, yeah, COVID's real. That'd be cool. That'd be real cool. <laughs> my, uh, my barber doesn't think COVID's real. Has he touched your head? Yes. Recently? Chris. He took, he took precautions. I asked him to. Like, he's, he's not insisting of it, but he thinks... Okay. It, he thinks it's manufactured by Bill Gates. Mm. And and okay. The whole time, I'm just like, yo, that, that's wild. And I just get my hair cut. <laughs> you just, you, when you heard that for the first time, were you like, just cut my hair a little bit faster? <laughs> It really made me evaluate what I'm willing to allow for a haircut. Yeah. 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 I've definitely been there where it's just someone said, it's just like, again, it's not really like a protest, but like this person has a skill set that is like, they know your head better than you do. And they can say wild shit and be like, I don't, know this guy like that he just cuts my hair really well so i'm just gonna sit back and be like oh wow that's crazy yeah man yeah Yeah, toenails uh are manufactured by the government yeah sure that is kind of an interesting test like this guy is a good enough barber that during a pandemic he could be like this pandemic is fake and you're still on board with him (laughs) it is i mean it's it's a sign it's a testament to how good he is because at this point (laughs) What what opinions would he have to slip out for you to be like, oh man, I gotta find a new guy? Oh, you want to play this game, Chris? Do it. I I don't I don't. <laughs> okay. Because I'm afraid that I might this will allow be used against some, you. I'm oh. afraid I might allow some shit if it means a haircut. <laughs> I don't know. Here's, here's the thing, here's the thing, Bo, uh, about my minority hair. Uh, we we can't we can't just go to anybody. Like we need a certain we need like a certain set of skills. Yeah. And like before before COVID before COVID, what what did you do for your hair? I went to Rudy's. Okay. But like. If you go to Rudy's, do you have a specific barber or do you just show up and then whoever's available? Well, I'll say I show up, but I don't think that that's advisable. I just kind of trusted the universe. It kind of treated haircuts the same way I would treat trying to find a spot in like a busy neighborhood before a date where I just would leave assuming it would work out. And sometimes it doesn't. So, Bo, I, I hate to do this. And Rudy's is a great place. But the way I personally feel that the way white people and black people get their haircuts, a little different. Uh, white people going to a place like Rudy's is like them be like, I'm going to go for a really good meal. And they go to a Wendy's. While black people have to like look in a Michelin star restaurant. Like black barbershops are not known to the general public. Like you have to, me and Chris go to the same barbershop. And it is, a, right? Chris, we, we go to the same barbershop. On Capitol Hill? No. 
Well, I it's bet not- it's still five Michelin stars just like mine. I, I stopped going to that one year because my barber used to be there and then he moved. Oh, I'm sorry. Damn, that analogy went nowhere. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying white barbers are trash. Fuck them. No, I would not so, your head. Can I, can I challenge the analogy a little bit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's dead already, but I yeah. think, no, I think you're right in that, like, so what you're saying is the way that you look for a barber is kind of the way that, like, if you're visiting a town, a local tells you like the best local spot to eat sure yes Whereas the way that i get haircuts i'm gonna say rudy's is better than wendy's it's kind of like a panera bread like you know no what yes like go out of their way to go there but i'm mm-hmm. like i know that it's going to be a reasonably same quality every once in a while i'm going to get a really good sandwich and there's a couple different locations so i can just go to whichever one is like is absolutely my and and full disclaimer, I did get a lineup once at Rudy's before a showcase at Jai Tai once. White girl, I came in there and be like, does anybody know how to cut black hair? And then I'm glad the receptionist was like, she didn't give a fuck. She was like, oh, yeah, Cindy's here. And she just openly pointed. And Cindy was like, I can cut black hair. And I was like, thank God. There was no like, um, what do you mean? Like, it was like, yeah, we get that a lot. Come here. Yeah, Great lineup. It, it is it is a difference it's definitely it's not you can't cut white people hair and black people hair the same way and in mm-hmm. fact that's that's a level of white privilege people don't talk about ever white privilege is is more than just being able uh to say fuck you to a cop and not experience retribution it's being able to go to a supercuts and know everything's gonna be okay <laughs> that's funny that's real white privilege right there Dude, how much, Chris, to you specifically, how how much to go get your next haircut at Supercuts? <laughs> like how much you would have to pay me? How much would I have to pay you? Here, I'm going to say a number, $100. And I'm talking about beard, mustache, everything. Everything? Yeah, wow. they they trim it up. They, you know, they get it all there, line it up. 500 bucks? You're fucking wild, dude. That's super cuts, man. Actually, I don't know. I think I would need at minimum a, a stack, like a thousand. Get the fuck. Bo, what about you? For, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. For this super, is bullshit, dude. For super cuts, I'm going to get fucked up. I'm not going to fuck up, up my. I'm not going to visually look like shit for two to four weeks for just $500. Wow, dude. All right, man. That's, that's, you, that's right, your no, truth, and no, I accept no, it. Similar question. Wild to me. What? What? You're not willing to take a chance on a supercuts for less than a grand, but for one to two years, you would let a box dress you. <laughs> that... Oh my God, Chris, <laughs> Chris, Bo, I your hate, memory. I hate you, so this podcast is over. <laughs> I forgot you did let, you had a shit, was shut it up. once a week? Shut up, shut up. Shut it was up. once a week, Chris would get, hey, Bo, remind me, pants, shirts, shut and up. then like cool accessories and shit. I will mute, I have the controls, I can mute you. He said, ooh, the look at this bracelet. started wearing camo, is because the box was like, I think you'd look pretty good in camo. 
Okay, first off, bitch, you also got the box a couple months, so don't even tell me. I got it for one two. I got it for one or two months. They sent me the worst pair of jeans I've ever received. So the ad context for anyone who's listening, I embarrassingly for a long time used to be a subscriber of a service where they will mail you clothes every month, and I thought that was some cool shit because uh, it was like I was clothes shopping and clothes were sent to me. Um, and didn't know until it was way too late that apparently having getting clothes from a box in the mail is uh some um really dries up the puss <laughs> the, the pussy. It, it does dry up the puss. <laughs> yeah, dries up the puss. I have been oh man. Yeah, I that's was really funny. I wasn't drowning in coochie like I thought I was gonna be. Chris was only getting one box a week, <laughs> and it was filled with debris. <laughs> he was getting mailed boxes without getting any box. You know what I mean? Uh, you said you need a thousand dollars, a grand, for a seat. Yeah, not even like like two fifty. You wouldn't think about it. Wait, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. With the box, You're so vain, Chris, box, and I love it, but it. Jesus. If I don't like the box, I don't have to wear the clothes. If I don't like the haircut, I still have to have the haircut. You can go bald if you don't want it. Like Yeah, but when you're bald in my height and my physique, you, you will think that I got sick. You look <laughs> I've seen your shoulders recently and your arms, Chris. You look good. Chris, you're thinking about yourself like five years ago. You look stacked. Thank you. I, I was fat. Yes, that's what you meant to say. No, you were slim. That's when you would have looked sick or like a proud boy. Now you just look like you fucked somebody up. I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. Chris, okay. when was the last time you got into a fight? Oh, sorry. Bo, go ahead. I know. This is how I want to uh, reframe the how much money would it take. Mm-hmm. Okay. For you to think about reasonable. Like, would you feel just cruel? Like if you had to walk into a Supercuts and announce to them how much you were getting paid to get a haircut there, how much uh, would you be comfortable to tell those licensed hairstylists that you got paid to be punished by their services? You have to look Cindy in the eyes, man. You have to tell her. You have to go Cindy. You have to tell Cindy. And it's in your dream to be a hairstylist. I know that you went to school for months. Maybe it takes longer than months. I don't know. Yeah. Wow. And she recently got sober. Yeah. She's she's cutting hair. She just moved to Seattle. Yeah. Taking care of her, her little brother. And you have to tell her how much you're getting paid as a punishment to, for her to cut your hair. What are you what are you willing to what are you comfortable to tell her? Chris, don't lie, I know you. <laughs> Be honest. We both know you. Bo, I'm gonna say he's gonna say he's like gonna say a grand still. He's gonna say <laughs> a grand. In the eyes. He's, go, he's gonna look I at her straight in the eyes. Say a grand, yeah, it was. The <laughs> 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 if it meant uh, having all of that money, I one thousand percent. I'm already gonna get a fucked up haircut. So telling, letting her know is that's not funny. As long as she doesn't fuck up the eyebrows, like as long as she leaves those alone, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll go bald. The beard grows back quickly, so like I can. It'll take me like a week. And then I can have some stubble while I go bald. I do it for ten bucks. <laughs> yeah, I'm I mean, a I'm a dirty guy. I'm pretty sure that's less than what the supercut cut costs. 
Yeah. I How do you know, Chris? So I'll I'll take I'll get a super cut. Cut. Yeah. We should much, all go together. How much for you? For me? Yeah. I mean, well, at this point, my haircut is done by me in the mirror. So I would, I would just say, do it for the cost of it because I need to get it. <laughs> looks good. The front looks, well, the front's hard to mess up. The back is like really pretty mm. messed up. Have you thought about going full skin? <laughs> yeah, I, in this climate. <laughs> in this climate? Too German to shave my head in this climate. I think this would be a statement right now, and I don't, one I don't want to make. You go to a protest, and, like, people just look at you, and you have to yeah. remind people, like, I, no, 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 I, it's not that. It's just, you know, it's hot. I waited until the Black Lives Matter movement was front and center to shave my head for the first time. That would feel far too personal. I'm not about to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing that. Yeah, you know, see, here's I what see. you got to do, though. You got you to gotta shave your head, and then you got to show up to the protest. Uh, in support and then if anyone looks at you you're just like nah girl don't worry i'm six one and then boom you're right back to being attractive i'm not that's foolproof looking like an attractive proud boy <laughs> <laughs> i'm not <laughs> what if you went bald and you just wrote blm on your head and when someone looks at you, you go no 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 or instead of going bald, you cut all of your hair off, but enough hair where it spells in hair the letters BLM. I mean, That's I think just... it ultimately comes down to the fact that I'm slightly less vain about my hair and how it's cut than you, but I still don't want to <laughs> it all off. I, I don't know why you had to drag me like that. <laughs> I don't know why I was so critical to point out that I'm vain with my hair, but all right, bitch. But the thing is, your hair also consistently looks very good. Thanks. Every time. Thank you. Thank you Every so time. Much. Thank you. Uh, oh, unrelated. Uh, so yesterday, Bo and I were having a Zoom date. Uh, mm. And uh, we were actually running by old like jokes that we wrote like from our first couple of years. And yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> really? Really? Details. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I, not not joke details, but like, what do you mean by like, ooh, like? Just like terrible. Like they're they're like bad bad jokes. Uh There. I mean, we both had like at least like maybe two concepts where we were like, you know, we got to revisit that. Now yeah. That but I was I will say there's definitely enough where. <laughs> Like either Bo would say what the joke is, or I would say what it was, and then it would just silence. <laughs> oh man, that's. I'm so sorry that you guys had to. You can also relook at yourselves like that. That's was, tough. You, Chris, I mine was a little bit like this too. But Chris, you had one or two jokes where like it's kind of beautiful to see how much more confidence you have in yourself now. Oh yeah, like yeah. you're just a different person. Yeah, absolutely there was a couple i'm not gonna lie there was a couple incel jokes where i was just like uh basically i'm like oh i can't i suck at dating because uh i have no game or i can't get girls and it's just like damn bro get your dick touched like why are you so sad that's wild because i remember that chris and i still got love for that chris but that is not my chris anymore <laughs> my baby is grown up 
it's uh there's a reason why i've become as obnoxious obnoxious as i am post glow up it's because I'm i fucking like, love it dude <laughs> it's great i'm slowly becoming the super the super villain i've always been destined to be <laughs> dude just yeah do it be a pickup artist i've been pushing you that like to do it for years but just do it yeah nah i'm not that sounds <laughs> no one has ever been a pickup artist and and was well respected yeah, pickup artists are like incels who get pussy. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That's a, good, that's a very good analogy. Yeah, I'm going to write the one down, actually. That's... Uh, uh, so, Bo, oh, uh, I, I did want to ask you, uh, yes. because, uh, you know, during this quarantine, a lot of people have been doing new skills or they've made purchases to for new things that they have to help them get through the tough times of quarantine you recently mm-hmm. made a purchase Uh-oh. on something that uh was going to help you you know through these trying times and all that and i would very much like it if you told abraham if i mean if you don't want to you don't have to but what is the purchase that I also I want to caveat you've been wanting the Vitus since you were there's two things I bought um hold up oh this is the show and tell okay I'm a little apprehensive but this is something Bo wanted to buy since he was like in middle school okay uh damn dude I've made two extravagant purchases I bought a lot of pants Oh, okay. And I bought um, an electric harp. Oh, that's right. I forgot. About, we got to talk about the, what happened with the clothes. But let's. Yeah, what, I, bought, um, I bought this electric harp. Harp. It's called the Omnichord. <laughs> wow. Do you know how to like play the harp, or is it just? Hmm? Do you know how to actually play a harp, or is this just like I'm no, I have no idea. <laughs> <sighs> All right, um, I have a follow up question, but yeah, can I? How much? What was it like? Two hundred dollars? No. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, you did tell me how much this electric harp cost you, Bo. If you want to, can I? Oh, actually, yeah, yeah. Not cold. Okay, we'll do hot and cold. Okay. Do you want to reveal how much it costs? I'll tell. Yeah. Okay. All right. So hot and cold. Okay. Uh, 300. Um, warm. 400. Warmer. Fuck <laughs> off. You're an asshole. This is... This is... Okay. 500. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, that's a flex. I don't care what anyone says. That's a flex. Half a stack for an electric harp? That's a fucking flex. Just, just have a girl come over and be like, that's right, bitch. I spent half a grand on that shit. That actually might work. She just sees how much wealth you have just throw around. It's easy. You're still playing it right now, aren't you? Jesus. So how do you even learn how to play an electric harp? Like how? 
Well, it just has the it has the chords broken down onto it. So it has like one has about twelve or thirteen chords, and then it has the major, the minor, and the seventh for all of those chords. And then it has a little strum thing. And you know what all those chords more mean. like a little electric synthesizer, but it's just in the shape of a harp. And sound has like the strum sound of a harp. If it brings you joy, it brings you joy. Yeah, if it brings you joy, it brings you joy. But this is also simultaneously the most bojack purchase you've ever made. Yeah, man, that's I but man. The other thing I want to get into is the pants. The pants yeah. that you you ordered. Yeah, so I've done. I've definitely done some emotional shopping during the quarantine. Uh, the Omnicord was one of the two things, and then I also had a night where I don't buy a lot of clothes but when I do I kind of binge order mm -hmm. and so clothes, you went to the website you shopped and then it was mailed to you yeah okay. but the, the last time you talked to me I thought it was like they mailed it to you in a box I ordered way too much it was a night I kind of lost control <laughs> I just went crazy you fucking think and so these boxes just start showing up at my place and I open it up and I'm kind of like having a pretty bad week. And so I'm excited the clothes are here. I'm going to put them on. I'm going to feel better. And I, I put on the first pair of pants and I've never worn pants that fit this bad before. They like went up halfway up my calves. There was like this weird cloth belt that I didn't remember there being. And they like kind of like I could get the, like the button on but the zipper wouldn't go up and I was like oh my god like I know what size I am how do these look this bad and so I open up the box and I like I'm looking through and yeah. the reason I spent so much money is I mostly had ordered jackets I ordered like four jackets and I was like I'm going to return most of these to see which one I like the most like the kind of thing you hold on to that you can wear for years mm -hmm. and I'm looking in the box and there's just like pants and pants and more pants and I was like did I like mess up? Did I order way more clothes than I even thought? And I'm looking through and there's like 13 pairs of pants in this box. I, I thought I ordered two. And there's this white pair of jeans. And I was like, I don't think I ordered white jeans. And I put them on and they like, they were like leggings on me. They like hugged my body. And I looked in the box and this company accidentally sent me nearly a thousand dollars of pants that were intended for a woman who lives in Pasadena, California, <laughs> along with my order. And on the order slip, they had her name and her phone number. And so I took some pictures of me in the pants and I texted her and I was like, hey, I just thought you might want to know that I got sent your pants on accident. What do you think? Should I keep them? And then I sent them to her. I sent them back to the company the next day and made sure she got her refund and everything. So I definitely, when Bo told me this happened, I definitely, I was like, okay, you sending the text is going to be hilarious, but also at the same time. <laughs> I have your pants. <laughs> <laughs> like, You're holding her shit hostage, dude. That's wild. I would, what if you got that text? I, well, I told Bo, I'm like, this is a really great way to end up as a red dot on Google because you're just going to end up being like, hey, hey, little girl. <laughs> well, not little girl. She was a grown-ass woman. But like, oh, hey, God. 
I got your pants. They make my ass look good. Oof, that's where you did you take a full body pic and were you smiling in the mirror, Bo? It did, did make your ass look good. Full body pic. Yeah. Were you smiling? Just like No, I just you couldn't see my head. Smart man. <laughs> I think it could have gone badly, but she was happy to know where they were. Well, someone ordering white jeans, I mean, they have to look on the bright side in life. Well, that's a specific look. She's doing she's doing good. She had she was able to get a lot. I mean, I spent way too much money. I the thing is I definitely couldn't afford to spend the amount of money I did on clothes. It's good I good that i'm glad that i don't have the confidence to keep all of the clothes that i order because i'll order stuff and then look at it on me in the mirror and i'm like this isn't this has got to go <laughs> yeah i bought a bunch of clothes from urban outfitters and i uh two of the same shirt arrived and i was like what the fuck like i i only ordered one of these urban outfitters fucked up and sent me two of the same shirt and then i looked at my receipt and realized i ordered two of the same shirt do and then did you still contact them and tell them to fuck off? Nah, I just got to mail it back to get a refund. Do you guys have stuff that you bought that you're so excited about and you like, you legitimately like, but when you put it on, you're like, I can't walk out of the house wearing this. So I have one or two things that will like be in my closet and I'll put them on and then like be like, no, nah, not today. Bo, and- is, it your, is it your clan robe and your clan hoodie? I'm like the human version of Pepe the Frog. I'm just evil. Dude, I'm just evil. I'm sorry. No. Uh, okay. I've got a, a rose. <laughs> is, is it your Trump hat and your Blue Lives Matter t-shirt? I mean, they came as a package deal. <laughs> Do you think if you order that on Amazon, does it say you might also like? Does it recommend it? Probably. I know what I'm doing tonight. Can you buy a KKK uniform on Amazon? Oh, I, was, I wasn't going to go that far. I was going with the, the MAGA hat and the... Oh. I'm going to check... That is something I'd be interested to see. If you buy, like, a Blue Lives Matters t-shirt on Amazon, what other yeah. do they recommend? I bet the algorithm would definitely kind of push you to a place that's what you're saying like yeah it's gonna definitely be like for a, a very niche market so uh there is no on amazon there is no kkk outfit yeah i'm not surprised by that but you can buy an all white hood and mm. it's supposed to be a friar medieval hooded monk Oh, you guys are like this. Okay. Wait, Bo, would we? <laughs> Me and Chris? No, not for yourselves, but I think that this... Okay, <laughs> like, what I like about this, it gives you an idea of what kind of a shitty person would buy. Okay, so the item I'm looking at on, on Amazon, it's a Police Lives Matter sticker, a bumper sticker, pro-cop thin blue line bumper sticker okay right nice mm-hmm. so now i'm going down to the get everything you need um 
section of Amazon. So like when you scroll down and they're like recommending other things you might like, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, one of them is a, it says warning with the like exclamation mark warning triangles. And mm -hmm. then there's a silhouette of like a, a naked woman and it says experienced rider only. This ride may cause overheating, loss of control, total exhaustion, oil spillage, and rare unconfirmed cases reproduction. So this is like the kind of pace. Yeah, this. Yeah, it's that. Do that. Amazon algorithm really knows like who are you? An American douchebag. It's like you might like this. That's all it is. Experienced riders only is what is what says on my bio on. Uh, yeah. Every dating. Jason, I'd tap that with a golf ball next to a, a golf hole. Yeah. So like That's then, awesome. That's real cool. Uh, there's another one. It's a a guy having sex with a girl against the car and it says I'd tap that. So I think that what's nice is that Amazon at least is aware of yeah. what kind of a loser is ordering this. <laughs> That's like, how Amazon is at their programming and shit. I, I wish Amazon had like a, it had like a, just a, a book that was like lonely and need to make friends, question mark. How to put a gun rack on your bike. It's like, oh, cool. <laughs> Would you also like a Black Lives Matter clan outfit? It's like, the algorithm's getting weird now. Just a clown outfit, Black Lives Matter. That'd be wild. Yeah, I wouldn't like that purchase. It's bad. You need a, a comfort purchase. Buy those. I hope you're talking to Bo, not me. Talking to, I was talking to Bo, but honestly, if there was anyone in this Zoom call, Chris, it would be you. I don't know what you're talking about. Beep. But, you know. Jesus, man. I'm going to now, honestly, I'm going to go on the Amazon and just like go down like a Wikipedia rabbit hole. But just like, if you like this, you might also like, eh, I'm just, yeah, that's my Thursday now. I did see a Amazon review on the basketball hoop that you can hang on your, on your door. Uh -huh. Just this dude, five, five stars said, call me to agent Steph Curry. No. You know what I'd but... be curious to see? Like, you know how they do the, like, the six degrees of Kevin Bacon or whatever? Is it six? Mm -hmm. Five degrees? Six uh, degrees. Six okay. degrees. Like, to find the product that you would want the least, like, the most offensive thing to purchase on Amazon, you would not want in your life at all. And then the thing that, like, you really want, like, how many steps of recommended products would it take to get there? Like, what pathway would you have to get? Bo, mm -hmm. what's the least wanted product that you want right now? Just hypothetically, let's try this out. Hmm. What's something you really don't want to purchase? Those white jeans, you wouldn't really want to purchase those, right? No, no, I don't okay. need those white jeans. All right. Those white jeans could be connected to regular jeans. Or Chris getting a haircut at Supercuts. Now that might be seven steps. That's yeah, gonna take a little bit. Yeah. You know what is upsetting though? If I had known it cost a thousand dollars for Chris to get a Supercuts haircut, I would have kept those pants that they sent me on accident. I wouldn't have been a good Samaritan. 
I wouldn't have sent them back. I would have sold them online and bribed Chris. I would have gotten that GoFundMe going. You guys are great, but also you're both demons. If you legitimately raised a thousand dollars, I don't know. I don't want to finish. This. No, say it. We're <laughs> recording. Go we ahead, say it. Thousand dollars, and we gave it to a charity of your choice. Would you get a haircut at Supercuts? Chris Mejia LLC. Think about it. There's no way you would raise a thousand dollars. Oh, you bet. Actually, I'm no. unemployed right now, dude. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Hey, Bo, wait, hold on. I'm talking to Bo now. Bo, how many people do you think, like, even in the comedy community, like, if we said that as like an event, like, if we raise a thousand dollars for the charity, local bail fund. Oh my God, dude. We could actually get a lot of people, even from Adam, Adam Posse would love this. He would have people in Port, dude. Chris, you opened up a can of fucking worms. No. Have Chris <laughs> Mejia get a haircut at Supercuts. Videotaped. No. No. Oh, we can do this by August. <laughs> but, Bo, we, it's charity. How cool would that be? Charity into this, because now I feel like if I say no to this, I'm the asshole. <laughs> you don't want to feed people, man. That's cool, dude. We are a little bit the asshole for not believing we could get this going without your haircut as the incentive. True. Well, I mean, I think Abraham and I would be assholes if we each had the money to just do that overnight easily. Even though I've shown that I've made far worse purchases of that amount. <laughs> this is really upsetting to me. I should not have bought the pants. <laughs> oh, it's the pants that you're regretting? <laughs> hey, it's Omnicord. You can, the Omnicord was a lifetime investment. I'm going to be playing this thing for years, dude. You're going to be playing it for your kids? I'm going to be playing it while you get your hair cut, dude. Yo, that's how you're going to know you found the one if, if like, they're like, oh my God, you have an Omnicord? That's how you, that's, that's going to be Bo's soulmate right there. Yeah. And she compliments your Supercuts haircut. Chris, I'm not releasing this bone. I'm sticking to it, dude. I'm making, I'm going to, I'm going to ask, I'm, ooh, yeah, I'm going to ask Grimey shit. I'm going to ask a couple groups. No. How would you guys feel hypothetically? No. I will Supercuts Chris. post you make. I am not. Okay. You know what would be funny? You know, it's a charity. I feel like now if I don't do this, this means uh, a charity potentially doesn't get money. You know, what's even better is that Bo is just like smiling and he's doing, he's like a snake ready to pounce. Like he's loving this too. I know for a fact y'all would reach the goal. I know for a fact. I am no not, that's why out. I'm nervous, because I know for a fucking fact y'all would reach the goal. I'm not doing this. We're moving okay. on. We're moving on. It's okay. But we do, we do got to head off, because I know, Bo, you you have plans tonight uh, to catch up with someone, so I want to respect that. Uh, but thank you so much. Uh, thank you, Bo. For being on the pod. Uh, Bo, if people liked the things and the way you said it and they want to hear some awesome, oh my God, you got to learn how to play the Omnicord and start doing it on TikTok. You got to, you got to. Dude, and how many other TikTok followers would be like, oh, I play it too. Dude, that's awesome. It would be a big departure from what I've posted so far. <laughs> it's going to go from a stand-up clips channel 
to all of a sudden only Omnicord covers. Well, see that you got to play the Omnicord naked. Like you got to have the Omnicord covering your junk, and then you're just. I'm not going to do that on TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) What about for charity? Yeah, what about for charity, Bo? (laughs) What about for charity, huh? It's not that fun now, is it? So what you're comparing, you're comparing (laughs) you getting a haircut at Supercut for charity to me playing the Omnicord naked on a mostly, on a, a random algorithm app largely occupied by children that's what chris the same for you. <laughs> those are the same levels of inappropriate not acceptable uh for charity though it's for charity nah, it's 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 a little chris dudley ish that's uh... all right all right <laughs> bye what, what song do you want me to learn on the omnicord huh what song should i learn on the omnicord? <laughs> fine but if people like the things you say and the way you say it, can they follow you on social media? If so, how? Yeah, they should um, go to my TikTok at the Bow Scout, and they're all, the Instagram too at the Bow Scout. And also, yeah, give give Chris and Abraham a follow and give them those five stars because they're they're two wonderful sweet pies. Yeah, because you're at. 18k followers on tiktok now right i think so yeah hey i'm at awesome. 9k i'm almost i'm almost 10 i'm almost there i downloaded the app <laughs> that's, that's the first step congrats just like therapy i'm you just like tiktok you know just yeah. one step at a time dude oh that's it you're doing it baby yeah uh, Abraham, if people like the things you say in the way you say it, can they follow you if so how Yes, you can follow me uh, on Twitter at uh, Nicaragua Green one two three, uh, and if you're on TikTok, you can follow me at the Bow Scout one two three exclamation point underscore exclamation point. Awesome! If you like the things I say and the way I say, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Topher Mejia T O P H E R M E J I A. Tweets, a tweet, uh, funny shit. Uh, uh, Wait, and your OnlyFans though, right? Oh, and my OnlyFans as well is uh, Crispy Mocha Booty Cheeks. <laughs> Just go to OnlyFans.com. Uh, I also do feet pics. Um, honestly, if the price is right, I'll send you whatever you want. Uh, I don't care. Stuff uh, on the menu you can't see, you know what I mean? Also, uh, Bo, I know nothing nothing exists anymore, but do you have anything, anything to plug? No, I guess... Donate to a, a local food bank near you. Now I just do my day job. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, I I just got an email that I'll be I'll be performing at Laps Comedy Club uh, next Friday. Congrats, man! June twenty sixth. Twenty uh, seventh is my birthday, Cancer baby. Uh, June twenty sixth, and. Um, what is the other? So June 26th at Last Comedy Club, the show will be outdoors. The show's gonna start at seven o'clock, and then also the following Friday, July 3rd, I will also be at Last Comedy Club, seven o'clock. Um, come see us tell jokes and probably catch Corona. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Wait, who else is on the show? Uh, it doesn't say. Okay, well that's awesome, dude. Yeah, but before we go. Uh, for our final segment that we like to call I'm gonna leave you with this 
we love it when our guests leave our audience with a lasting message, whether it's a mantra or homework you want to assign or something you want them to do, or just simply a message you want to leave resonating in our audience. Mm -hmm. Uh, You've you've done this before, but uh, just to remind how it goes, you would say, hi, my name is, and then whatever your name is. uh, And then you say, I'm going to leave you with this. And you say whatever you want. So, hi, my name is Bo Johnson, and I'm going to leave you with this. And then we end the show. So, do you know what your thing is going to be? Uh, sure. <laughs> I, I just came up with one. It's pretty cheesy, but why not? Well, it's on brand. Okay. Um, hi, my name is Bo, and I, I want to leave Hold on, hold on. Uh, Abraham, can you not... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. I'm just ripping up tape. Go ahead. Hi, <laughs> right, Bo. Go ahead. Hi, my name is Bo, and I want to leave you with this thought. Think about you got some good news today. Who's the person you're going to call first and share it with them? Go ahead and give them a ring anyway and let them know they matter to you and that you care about them. That? I'm not gonna. I'm tearing up a little bit actually. That like that, cool. that heat welling. Thank you, man. That's, That's beautiful. Incredible. That was probably the best one we've ever, like oh. the whole, like the most like positive one we've ever had. Yo, give it, give it up. Dude, okay, all right. Okay. That was a Mr. Feeney's five stars, right? Oh, there. thank you. Well, thank you so much for listening to this Two Kings. I've been. Thank crazy. you guys. I've been Abraham Tedes. Wait, 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 wait. You didn't ask me about my shows. Do you have shows? No. <laughs> but he does Sorry. have some tape. He does have tape there, and he's ripping it up. He does have tape. You know I what? Did. No, Abraham, you're right. I ain't shit. Abraham, do you have anything you want to plug? Absolutely not. I'm sorry. <laughs> My bad. But I've been crispy. <laughs> I've been Abraham today, so that's been Bo Johnson. That's been uh, it's been that's been Bo Johnson. Thank you so much for listening to another episode, Stu King. Woo! Stay safe and stay Corona free, everybody. Catch you later. Love y'all. <laughs>